Good morning, everybody. I think we've got a few people that'll probably be joining as we get going here, but we'll get started since Labor Day is over and it's busy. Everybody's back to work. So I'm glad you could all join us this morning for, for our Rise and Grind networking meeting, virtual style. My name's Chris McMahon. I'm with Summit Realty Partners. I'm one of the founders of this group, uh, along with Michael Branton from Key Point Partners. Sam Calmerton from Bricksmore and Evan Eisenhart from Linear Retail. Um, we're, um, we're thrilled to have you all here today and um, wanted to just thank our sponsors for the group, which is Northmark Capital and Barlow Signs. Appreciate their support. And today we're going to go around the room with everybody that's here. You know, introduce yourself. Uh, we we'd really love to hear about you know, a new project that you're working on or a new availability. Um, a tenant that might be looking for space and uh, any deals that have been completed recently. So, um, so we can all uh, be up to date on what's going on in the market. So Michael, I'll, I'll kick it back to you so you can go through the, uh, the batting order. Hi everyone. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, so I actually wanted to start with a question for everyone was to know, is anyone doing virtual tours? And if you have been, has it been successful? Have you been doing them live or are they pre-recorded? This is something at Wilder we've been considering going down that path, but we haven't actually started doing them. So I'm curious how it's been and if we should get going. Um, and another question I have is Herbalife Smoothie. Is we've had maybe five or six, pros five or six prospects reach out to us about different centers and I, we haven't quite yet closed a deal with them. And I'm curious if anyone else is working with them and anyone, if they have closed the deal, just curious what it even looks like. So that's that. And then I kind of want to go into, I'm going to talk about three different centers. Uh, two of the centers I mentioned before, I'll quickly touch on Wayside. Wayside in Burlington has a few small shop spaces that are open, 2,100 square feet to 8,600 square feet. Um, two of those spaces are a prior nail salon, and that one is kind of plug and play. And then also right next to it is a bank space that is 5,000 square feet, could be great for an office use or another bank. Um, and then we also have a co-anchor space that's 16,500 square feet up till 25,000 square feet, which could be good too. And great highway signage, great visibility off of Route 95. Next, I want to touch on Merrimack Plaza. Merrimack Plaza is in Methuen. There has a really good kick-ass market basket great draw. And there we have a 3,000 square foot space that used to be a former Papa Gino's. All the fixtures are there. Great restaurant space. It'd be nice to have like a Mexican food restaurant or Haitian, something interesting. Um, and then we also have two office spaces that are open. We have on the first level retail, Supercut, an iPhone store. And then up on the second level, we have two office spaces. There are 1,200 square feet, 500 square feet. Uh, great uses would be credit, well, maybe not on the second square, second floor space, but maybe even for the 3,000 square foot space would be credit unions, phone repair shops. Also, our super cuts, that is ending, that deal is ending on November. So any type of hair salon or barber shop would be great to replace them with. And lastly, I wanted to touch on Arsenal Yards, of course. Uh, building C and D, they will be, building D will be opening 
April 2020, and Building C will be opening in September 2020. I'm uh, not 2020, sorry, 2021. So these are the last buildings to be constructed. And we need for those spaces, we're looking for clothing boutiques, any local regional clothing boutique that can join our nationals. We have a couple 500 square foot spaces. I know a lot of times the locals don't want to take anything a thousand square foot and commit to something so big. But if you have 500 square foot, a couple of those are empty. And um, any kind of health food concept. We need a juice or a smoothie concept or acai bowl, something like that would be perfect. Also, we're looking for any kind of sporting goods store, bike store, something like that, and as well as furniture. That'd be good, too. And lastly, we have a pop-up store that is open right now, and then also we're doing pop-ups on the Greenway. So the pop-up store is 400 square feet, if you want to discuss that as well. Reach out to me if you want me to send you plans, brochures, if you want to talk about any of these things. Thank you. Hey guys, good morning. Travis Ginsberg, Summit. Uh, New York Tropical Smoothie Cafe signed a lease in Peabody on Andover Street. We took the former big picture framing space next to Starbucks. That was a Ron Golub deal. Um, new account or new tenant rep account, Premier Martial Arts is a uh, martial arts business taking the boutique fitness model, 12 to 2,000 square feet. They've signed up for five locations specifically looking in Wellesley, Natick, Westwood, Norwood, Newton, Hingham, and that'll do it. And as far as zoo, uh, tenant, uh, new um, assignment, Nashua and Salem, 20,000 to 30,000 square feet, um, definitely need something up there as well. So keep us in mind. Um. All right, I'll start with a couple tenant assignments. Um, Vitality Bowls is fast casual concept. Uh, they do acai bowls, smoothies, um, kind of help healthy foods. Uh, they're looking for 800 to 1500 square feet. Uh, there's a franchisee in the area who's got the rights to five of them. Um, so we're starting to look in like Brookline, Newton for the first one or two, and then for the others, we'll kind of branch out and consider Burlington, Woburn, Watertown, those kind of areas. Um, the concept as well, just so you guys know, it's not here in New England yet, but it is a national concept. I think there's over 100 of them open in development. Um, so it's a pretty cool concept. They have a good menu. Um, and I should also mention, they don't require any venting or a grease trap. So it's, as far as food uses go, it's... Um, not too, in, not too intensive. Um, second tenant is Charter Communications. Uh, they just released their requirements for 2021 store openings. Um, as always, a lot there's a lot of them in, in Maine. Uh, so if you have any sites in Maine that you think would be a good fit, send it my way. Um, but then they also have a couple of requirements in Massachusetts and Connecticut. In Connecticut, it's in Torrington. And the one in Massachusetts is, um, sorry, not Massachusetts, <laughs> New Hampshire, uh, Keene and Littleton. Um, and then the rest of them are in Maine. So let me know if you have any spots for them, 4,000 square feet. They like to be in kind of the dominant centers in the market. Um, and then from the listing end, uh, Friendly's restaurants, I mentioned these last time, but a client of ours, Michael Argyros, 
purchased um, a portfolio of these and he's got, I think he's got eight of them. So in Massachusetts, Springfield, Lee and Seekonk and New Hampshire, it's Laconia, Concord, Manchester, Rochester and Dover. And those are all freestanding. They range from 2,500 square feet to the biggest one is like 46, 4,700. Uh, and all of the, all of the equipment, rest, kitchen equipment still in there, um, seats and stuff, furniture, everything's just like when it, when it closed, um, right when it closed. So keep those in mind. Um, and I will end it there. Uh, hey guys, Josh Drill, Black Mountain Retail Group. Um, talk about a couple second-gen restaurant spaces I have. One is in Lawrence at Plaza 114. It's uh, America's Food Basket, Marshall's, Anchored Plaza. Um, I got an 8,000-square-foot Asian restaurant um, with some restaurant infrastructure in there. I know it's a big space for a restaurant these days, so we're open to other uses as well. Uh, and then over in Northborough, I have a freestanding Applebee's for 5,400 square feet that's available. Um, it's right at the base of the Wegmans Plaza. Um, we had a deal in the works before COVID, but that had since um, died out. And um, looking again for another either restaurant owner or, uh, or uh, open to variable other uses as well. Uh, so let me know if you have any tenants. That's it. Hey everyone. Uh, so I'll talk about two tenants that are uh, active right now. One that's looking to come back and enter the market. So Heartland Dental, we had a call with them about a week ago. They're, you know, interested in the New England market, um, but it's something that they're not going to look at unless they're, you know, the perfect opportunity. So they're going to look for pad sites and end caps. The pad sites run everywhere from 4,000 to 4,200 square feet. And the end caps are anywhere from 3,000 to 3,500 square feet. Uh, dense markets, um, you know, 50 to 60,000 in income. And it's something where if there's competition in the market, um, it's probably something that they might not look at. For instance, just speaking of like, um, let's just do Wareham, Massachusetts, Aspen Dental took the L parcel in Walmart. It's just not something that they're going to look at given that that competition's really already in the market. So if you have anything, please send it over. I'm putting a book together for them. Trying to get it out this week, if not, and there's some things uh, floating in, I'll get it out early next week. Uh, Napa Auto Parts is also pretty active. Obviously not the sexiest of rent payers, but corporate credit. Uh, they're looking in Lynn and Chelmsford. Lynn for a relocation. Um, really looking to find something there. We've been striking out. So if you know of anything, please send it my way. Chelmsford, uh, same exact uh, thing, but it's actually more new um, store location for them as it's kind of a void in uh, their fleet. Uh, and then lastly, the Medford, Malden, Everett area. Um, Medford's lease is coming up. If we can't find something soon, they're probably just going to pop a one year, which I think we might do, but still um, try and pursue something else and try to time it accordingly. So if you have anything in those three, let me know. It's a low to mid teens gross. We can try and get up to the high teens gross, but, um, it's difficult. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, we've got two, uh, former car dealerships available, one on route nine in Westboro, right across from RK stop and shop in Burlington. 
Uh, it's 2.62 acres and it's about a 10,000 square foot building on it and put about 125 parking spaces. Um, so if you have anyone for that, and then also in Milford, Connecticut, right on Bridgeport Ave, we've got about a three acre site with two buildings as a service and sales are separate. One's about 11,000, the other one's about 19,000 square feet, uh, right on Bridgeport Ave, which is just a little bit, I'd say Southwest of the Connecticut Post Mall. So if you have anyone interested for lap, please reach out. Um, and then uh, we are finally, I think I talked about it last time, but the subway in kind of Newton right off Center Street where the Bertucci's is, um, it's about 1800 square feet. They're gonna be out at the end of this month. Uh, so if anyone has anybody that's looking for 1800 square feet, it's got a great amount of parking with about 80 plus parking space right in that corner, which is tough to find. So if you have anyone interested in that, uh, let me know. That's it. Hey everyone. I'm Cal Merton from Bricksmore. Hope you're all doing well. Um, I got a new deal to announce in Nashua, New Hampshire. We did sign a lease with Patel Brothers. They took a 26,000 square foot space. They're an Indian grocery store. Um, they have mass locations in Waltham and Attleboro, and I think they're looking for more sites in Connecticut. So if anybody's interested, I can flip that contact information over. Um, a couple of properties I want to talk about today, Burlington Mass, I've mentioned it before, but we have a 12,000 square foot box right across from the Burlington Mall, um, subdividable, great spot. Uh, Pittsfield Mass, we have the market dominant shopping center out there. We have a grocery store in Market 32, Home Depot and Walmart. I have a 5,000 square foot space right next to Charter Spectrum, just did that deal with Josh Kulak. Um, and then in Concord, New Hampshire, we're developing an owl parcel with 110 grill. We have Starbucks signed LOI, and um, we have about 8,000 square feet left in that second building. So looking for, you know, any use that wants to be, you know, prime visibility in a, in a great shopping center. Um, yeah, let me know if you have any thoughts. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Good to see everybody's face. Um, I'm just gonna go through a few of our listings this morning. Um, in Somerville, we've got the, uh, once known as the Powder House School Project, now it's called Kala, which is Community Arts, Landscape and Architecture. Uh, we've got two, um, it's a mixed use project. It's an old, if anyone knows it, it's an old uh, elementary school and it was all cast in place, uh, concrete, reimagined by a Mexican architect, really interesting. It's 48 residential units. Uh, we've got Basis Technologies taking 16,000 square feet on the ground level for their new headquarters. Uh, for about 80 people. We've got two um, commercial, other commercial spaces. One's about 1670 square feet. The other one is 3,500 square feet with great outdoor space. Um, it could be a restaurant, probably not a restaurant in this environment, but both of those units are either for sale or for lease. Uh, in fact, the developer would love to sell them. Um, I can, anyone have uh, someone who wants to kind of own their own space? It's a really interesting, great opportunity. It could be office, it could be retail. Um, could be medical. Um, there's lots of different uh, possibilities. Um, in Waltham, I've got a, a price reduction on a mixed-use project that I have for sale. It's uh, right on Moody Street in Waltham. It's um, uh, six commercial units, 16 residential units. Um, I've got three vacancies. Um, uh, it's reduced now to $11 million, which is a pretty aggressive number. We could probably sharpen the pencil there a little bit, but if someone's got a 1031 they're interested in, Moody Street is definitely 
happening. Um, and this is the, the uh, towards the Newton side. So it's getting better and better. Um, some of the other listings, Coolidge Corner, we still have the former Pete's. It's 285 Harvard Street, it's 2,000 feet plus a basement. Um, it's a premier corner in Coolidge Corner. You know, at one time Pete's was in there paying 90 bucks a foot. We can do a very, very aggressive deal now, 55, $60 a foot. TI is available. Um, we're talking to a number of people on it, but um, it's something, it's a great opportunity for somebody right now. Uh, in Brookline Village, we have uh, 7 to 11 Harvard Street. It is um, next to Starbucks and uh, an optical shop, 2,100 feet, you know, right in the heart of Brookline Village. Um, the Children's Hospital project is just wrapping up with 300,000 square feet of uh, office medical space, just two blocks away. We're two blocks from the T. Um, also in Brookline Village, um, we've got quietly, we've got the, Brook, uh, the Beacon Hill Athletic Club space open. That's uh, uh, marketing that. That's about 6,500 feet, 14 parking spaces. Um, anyone have any ideas on that? Let me know. Um, and then we've also got uh, down in Bourne, we have the former Friendlies at the Sagamore Bridge, about 4,800 feet on 77,000 square feet of land. Uh, trying to sell that for realty income. Uh, price is a million five. Um, and that's about all I have today. Thank you. New deals, fantastic, Sam's and Elements. I worked with Hank Blake on that. Leases were signed this week for those two deals at Horn Pond Plaza and Movement on the Winchester line with Whole Foods. We have the former yoga workspace there still available, 2,550 square feet, beautiful space. If anybody does have anybody that's doing boutique fitness, um, we do have an orange theory, but yoga or Pilates, anything like that, um, they, there's skylights, it's a really pretty space. We are working with a couple of food uses for it right now, but nothing finalized. And we have the former Fit Factory space come, uh, coming back, um, 3,400 square feet. So that, that looks like that's gonna become available as well. The Great Clips opened in Norwood at Norwood Plaza, and we're marketing the Papaginos there, 4,400 square feet, oversized for them. Um, not a great subdividable space. It's kind of long and narrow, but we would consider for the right combination of tenants. Center's been totally renovated. The space has a fantastic outdoor area now, um, right, right in front of it. We have a... Um, if you guys haven't seen Norwood Plaza, it was pretty dated and now it just looks modern and total transformation. Um, we have a new listing for a pad site in Bill Ricker at 200 Boston Road, directly across from the market basket that you guys are familiar with that Michael works on. Um, you'll be getting a blast on that, hopefully the end of the week or the beginning of next week. And um, if you guys aren't getting our email blast, please shoot me an email and let me know if you're not getting the Darko email blast because we're in the middle of updating and upgrading and just want to make sure everybody's getting those. Thanks. Great. Leslie, I assume that the Boston Market email blast just blew up your whole inbox. Everybody was so excited. <laughs> it's, you know, it's new for me, Michael, being on that side of it. I'm usually the one pimping out the spaces. So it's like, it's been pretty interesting. Um, well, luckily, I have Lindsay helping me through this um, tenant rep in, in, the, in a massive quantity kind of a thing. But it's fun to be on the side of it. Yeah. Great. Um, all right. Nobody's answered Vivian's question about virtual showing. So I'll take a stab at that. Um, so 
I mean, we're just doing regular showings right now um, and we're wearing masks and keeping our distance and letting people into the spaces. Um, you know, if somebody can just go on their own, we'll give them a lockbox. But for the most part, we're, we're going and we're just being safe about it. Um, and the difficult part with that is you can't see anybody's facial expressions, which is uh, interesting. Um, so you have to judge everything based on their eyes, uh, which, which is, has been uh, you know, a fun challenge. Uh, but, but I'd say you know, getting together with that person face to face is you, know, you just can't beat it with a virtual tour. Um, so that's, that's kind of our, our approach and we're, we're venturing out to do that. Um, so I'd be curious to hear other people's thoughts and I'm sure there's a great way to do it virtually too. Uh, but, but we like to be there if we can. Um, in terms of a few things going on in our world, um, a new deal uh, in Exeter, New Hampshire, we were able to sign a lease uh, with Anytime Fitness. They're going to open up a 7,700 square foot uh, facility there, uh, hopefully towards the end of this year, uh, early next year. Uh, that deal was completed with Brian Nadler, who's with SRS, um, and I, it was with a franchisee. Um, so at that same center, it just was happenstance that we had a, like a women's only fitness concept go out during COVID. So it was actually like perfect timing because we needed fitness. So we have 5,200 square feet available for our women's fitness center. It's been there for like 10 years. Um, and then we also just got back a 2,400 square foot fully built out seafood restaurant called The Lobster Boat. Um, they're consolidating with their other location. And we did that lease with them 10 years ago and uh, they've decided not to renew. So it's fully built out, fully furnished. If anybody has a client interested in Exeter, New Hampshire, I think it's a good opportunity. Um, on a tenant requirement side of things, we are working with Goddard schools still to help them find locations. Uh, we have one pending uh, right now with a franchisee west of Boston, which we're very excited about, it's looking good. Um, and then we have another one uh, with the franchisee from Lexington who um, was very close on a deal in Medford, but it looks like we might lose out to a restaurant ground lease. Um, so we're going to be reigniting the search for Goddard School. We need 10,000 square feet. We need outdoor play area of 5,000 square feet. And these are typically built to suit deals uh, where a developer is willing to you know, build the building or retrofit the building to their needs. Um, but this, this franchisee from Lexington is awesome. Great guy. Looking to open up a second one. So if anybody has an opportunity for Goddard School, um, you know, please reach out to, uh, to Travis or myself. Um, on the new space side of things, we got back a couple of Joseph A. Banks spaces as a result of this whole um, bankruptcy situation. So we have one back in Concord, New Hampshire, and one in Barrington, Rhode Island. They're both between 4,000 and 5,000 square feet. So I welcome tenants for those. Um, and then in Seabrook, New Hampshire, uh, with the Sprint T-Mobile merger, we just got back a uh, 1,200 square foot um, Sprint space. Uh, that's great. It's right next to Vision Works, Vitamin Shops, Aspen Dental at the entrance to the uh, power center in Seabrook, New Hampshire. So great for a small shop tenant. We have a grease trap in the space next door that's not being used. So we can tap into that and uh, save some money for the restaurant. So that's it. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Uh, nice to see you if I know you and looking forward to meeting you soon, hopefully in person. Uh, starting off with uh, Pawtucket today, uh, we have a couple spots in there, nine, 913 square foot uh, in line. Uh, it would be best for a dry use kind of a idea. And then we have a big 13 and a half thousand square foot uh, end cap 
Um, that's an old Rite Aid. Obviously, we would talk about uh, subdivision if needed, but it would be uh, best if we could do a uh, single tenant. And we're trying to avoid any kind of food uh, usage there because we have a ton. Um, so if you have something around there, let us know. Um, also in Stowe, uh, we have a 2,000 square foot inline uh, and a 3,200 square foot end cap. The end cap is an old Papaginos, so a new restaurant use would be uh, the best for us there, uh, the easiest usage. Um, with a possible patio, we have some stuff that's been drawn up, um, but again, uh, we're going to talk about that. It's the only grocery anchored uh, location in Stowe um, right now. Uh, and then I will go over to Westboro. Uh, Route 9 in Westboro, um, it's a great, great spot. Uh, one of the only three lighted intersections. First one off of the highway, off of uh, 495. Um, really good spot. Uh, it, the only road that intersects that is the road that takes you directly into Westboro. So obviously that's uh, uh, very attractive for most people with a Chipotle and a Crunch Fitness in there right now. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Hi guys, Brooke Stevens from DLC. Ricardo, next time you're in uh, Pawtucket, you should try Willie's Super Brew. I just had one of their hard seltzers. It's great. Um, done and done. <laughs> Give you something to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I am working with Adam Matloff on our team, who you'll hear from later, um, on a property in Orange, Connecticut, right off of Boston Post Road. Um, it also is on the hard corner of Bull Hill Lane, which is exit 42 off of 95. So um, great location for anybody looking for a lot of traffic kind of from both angles. Um, this property is undergoing sort of a redevelopment. We're downsizing a Burlington. It's catty corner to a Target, PetSmart, shopping center. Um, we've got Dollar Tree, we've got an Indian grocer. We're, um, shadow anchored by a brand new shop, right? Um, so our bigger focus here is box tenants, anybody 15,000 to even 70,000 square feet. I've got a former LA fitness that Burlington will be taking a portion of. So I'll have about 20,000 square feet of that. Um, and then the former 90,000 square foot Burlington, it's got 227 feet of frontage, multiple entry points. Um, so if you've got anybody looking in the orange market or anybody you work with that you think might need to downsize, needs cheaper rent, um, needs a new store, give me a call. All right, Dan Schwartz, Summit Really Partners. Hopefully everything's well with everybody here. Um, first, there's a deal done in Randolph, Massachusetts with a Boost Mobile that ended up taking 1,200 square feet. Uh, we have 4,300 square feet available uh, at that shopping center as well, which is an American Food Basket Anchor Shopping Center, open to any type of use there. Fitness, laundromat, we're open there. Um, secondly, a deal in Lunenburg was Verizon, 2,500 square foot space. Uh, Sam Cal Martin worked on that as well. Wanted to, and then we also have a 6,000 square feet left there that potentially could be subdivided as well. Uh, Walmart anchored shopping center, Hannaford anchored shopping center there. Um, and then finally up in Haverhill, we have a former subway space and market basket anchored shopping center at River's Edge Plaza. Uh, 
1,400 square foot space there that could also be combined with the adjacent space that could get you up to around 7,800 square foot space. So let me know if there's any other uh, tenants that are out there looking for any of those spaces. Hello everybody, I hope that everyone is doing well. Good to see you again. Well, we have a little breaking news here. I know everyone's known me for years as doing acquisitions for linear retail. And I'm continuing my role doing acquisitions, but I also like everyone to know that I'm now working uh, with Evan and Ricardo doing some leasing in a few of our more prominent spaces. So we figured we would let everyone know today. Uh, among the properties I'm working on is our excellent retail space in Wellesley. Um, as you probably know, we own a uh, 40,000 square foot block on Central Street with 115 car parking um, lot behind it. Um, in there, we have some great space. It used to be Dunkin' Donuts. It's 2,600 square feet. Uh, we also have a 1,500, uh, 1,600 square foot vacancy that used to be a furnishing store. And more breaking news, uh, the Gap is not going to be renewing in our um, Wellesley store. So we have an end cap with great visibility. It's uh, 8,200 square feet on street level and about another 8,200 square feet in the lower level. And if you guys have any large um, retailers, fashion or home furnishings that might want to take the uh, whole property, that would be great. Uh, otherwise, we're going to be splitting it up into three different units. Um, so we have some really great high visible space with parking in Wellesley. Uh, across the street in Wellesley, we also have a 964 uh, square foot unit. It used to be the Papyrus uh, paper store. Um, it's really nice space, ready to go. Um, we have that in the high 60s per square foot triple net. And another property I'm working on is our Salem Park Plaza at the major intersection in Salem, New Hampshire. Uh, right across from Tuscan Village. We have a 8,900 square foot space that used to be Pier 1. And we have about a 5,000 square foot space uh, that used to be Joseph A. Banks. Uh, this is high visibility right across from Tuscan Village. Better visibility, better access. And you can get into our space for 20 to $25 a square foot less than Tuscan Village. Um, we're at about mid-30s and our triple nets are $8 a square foot. So it's the best deal in New Hampshire. So uh, everybody has my name, phone number, and email. Look forward to hearing from everybody soon. Good morning, everyone. It's nice to see everyone's faces. Lindsay Dismetri, WS Development. Thank you for all the breaking news, Rick. I'm so glad. Every week, can't wait to hear your music. Um, okay, so the unfortunate thing of COVID is that I have gotten some spaces back, but fortunately, some of them are really, really great locations and prominent um, right on the street in some of the centers. So in Epping, an Epping Crossing, I'm getting our Verizon space back directly on Route 125. This is the Lowe's Walmart Center. So when you turn into the center, you drive right by the, the Verizon space and into the center to get to Lowe's or Walmart. So you cannot miss the space, 1,500 square feet. Just found out that I'm getting it back. Um, and that Verizon is not renewing. So if you guys have anybody 
So that's space, please let me know. In Stoneham, uh, Redstone Plaza, we have a space that's a little bit separate on an out parcel from the center. It's currently the Sato 2 restaurant, it's 1800 square feet. Um, we are getting that back as well. They did not reopen um, once they closed during COVID. Second gen restaurant, however, we can uh, knock down the building and build a new building to, with a drive-through. So any QSRs out there looking for drive-through space, we could do that in Stoneham, 147 Main Street. Chelmsford, a Drum Hill Shopping Center. I have the Applebee space. They, uh, their lease is up February of next year. We'll be getting that back. It's 5,400 square feet. I am talking to a few people on the space, but nothing inked yet. So if you have any restaurant players that are interested to be in Chelmsford on Jumper Road, the space is available. Great visibility. In Malden, 60 Broadway, I have a pad site, was Eastern Bank at one point back in the day. Pre-COVID, we had a lease out with a dentist and another tenant to do a two-tenant building. The one of the two deals has died. So I'm looking for a second tenant so that I can move forward with the dentist and the middle pencil. So it's um, 88 Broadway is the address right on the road. Definitely can do a drive through. Uh, the existing building would need to come down and we could do two tenant or three tenant building there. We could do up to 8,000 square feet. Medford Townline Plaza. I have a, a former medical space. It's beautifully built out. It was Iora Health. It's 6,000 square feet. If you have anybody doing medical, it's it's really turnkey for medical. I know it's um, not a category that we talk about that much on this call, but if anybody's working with any medical tenants, it's, it's beautiful space at Townline Plaza in Medford. And then lastly, in West PBD at 637 Lowell Street in our big Y Center there, I have a space left in, in a former TJ Maxx that we've put Three tenants in North Shore Bank just opened last week on the end cap. We have an edible arrangements and a dentist. So I have anywhere from 1,500 to 6,000 square feet left for uh, to lease in that center. So nice to see everyone. Lindsay Dispentry, WS Development. Hi, everybody. Lori McQueenie from Blackline Retail. I um, mimic what everybody else is saying. I like seeing people's faces. It makes me happy. Um, two things this morning. Katie Santarelli and I are leasing a new construction project in North Quincy at the North Quincy T station. It's called the Abbey. Um, it's uh, anchored by a target, which will be opening in October of 21 and two residential buildings um, that'll be sitting more or less right on the street. It's about 650 total residential units. We have two um, opportunities there. One's a 3,700 square foot space that'll be vented for a restaurant that'll be um, available for somebody to move into, call it late spring of 21. It's about 3,700 square feet. And then we have about 2,150 square feet in building C that'll be available early 2022. Um, we're targeting, we'd love to have coffee or fitness um, and a full service restaurant there, I think makes the most sense. Um, the other project I wanted to mention is I have a 2,200 square foot end cap um, at the shipyard in Hingham. It's a portion of the former Panera space and it has an outdoor patio. Um, we'd love to have coffee there too. Our residential is completely filled there. The office is 100% leased when everybody comes back. Um, so we'd love to be able to bring coffee back to that project. Uh, that's it for me.
Hey everybody, Adam Matloff over at DLC. Uh, I am working with Brooke on Hilltop Commons. I know she mentioned Orange before. This is a stone's throw away, about six miles. Uh, equally as good access. Uh, so you're looking at uh, exit 57 off the Merritt Parkway as well as uh, Route 8. It is a 177,000 square foot uh, shopping center anchored by a big Y. We do have one box available for about 40,000 feet. Uh, and then we've got seven small shop opportunities uh, ranging from 763 square feet up to 5,000, uh, one of which is a prior restaurant. Uh, this market uh, really doesn't have a lot going for it. So anything you guys bring, we can stay competitive on. Uh, it's kind of anchored by Ansonia and Shelton. Uh, Shelton is the one that's doing uh, probably the best right now uh, and has seen the most recent development with Fountain Square, uh, primarily due to uh, a lot of office and medical. Uh, but you're surrounded by a lot of houses, a lot of roofs with great demos. So uh, reach out if you have anything and we'd love to talk to you. Michael Brand with Keypoint Partners for all you haven't met me. A um, couple new deals to announce. Um, Thankfully, I got a deal done in Manchester, New Hampshire with Ron Golub for um, Gentle Dental. That was a LOI that was signed pre-COVID and, um, you know, we made it through the mud and that should be open probably beginning Q1 next year. And that was 4,200 square feet. And then we just signed a lease with Tempo Restaurant in Waltham. This was an expansion. So they took over what was a vacant 7-Eleven behind them. I think fundamentally to use their parking spaces as a tiki hut and kind of stretch out outdoor dining, but that's where restaurants are at right now. And then uh, a new listing, this one's a bear. It's four, four, four uh, excuse me. It's 444,000 square feet. It's Springfield Plaza in Springfield. It has a stop and shop, Ocean State job lot, and essentially every value driven tenant you could ever imagine. Uh, we've got a bunch of spaces from small shop to pads to 26,000 feet and old savers. And you'll hear or see an email blast about that probably early next week. And then, um, you know, as far as tenant requirements go, uh, I announced last week kind of ambiguously that we're working with Laser Med Spa. And they're looking for probably about four locations. Uh, I mean, we could we could start working on them right now, possibly get an, a lease signed before the year's out. And then with deals opening, you know, throughout next year, they're 2,000 square feet. Um, predominantly suburban at this point, but I think we'll consider some urban markets. They do have a location on Newbury Street across from Darko's office, and they do very well there. And, uh, but Send me your vacant hair salons, hair cuttery, great clips, you name it. That's kind of right in their strike zone. And then, um, you know, any second gen restaurants that you've got, Rick, I want to talk to you about Wellesley. And um, for a fried chicken concept, that's just absolutely killing it right now. And um, that's it for me. And then uh, next up is Jess. Good morning, everybody. Uh, good to speak with you. Uh, just uh, first of all, let's start with successes. Um, we just completed our eighth lease at Heritage Place Shopping Center since COVID, actually since January. So I consider that a great success. 
we just have one space left, 1,300 square feet. Uh, so if you have a, a tenant looking for a, a smaller space on, on 30,000 cars a day with you know, a couple hundred parks, uh, please let me know. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm just absolutely ecstatic over eight leases in this environment. Uh, that, that, that's good. Uh, tenants looking for spaces. I'm working with the, the Maharaj restaurant in um, Cambridge, and they're looking to expand to two satellite locations, specifically looking for about 2,000-ish square foot of second-gen restaurant space in Burlington and in Brookline. And so if you have any uh, restaurant spaces uh, available, uh, I would sure love to talk to you. I'm also working with a quick service restaurant, uh, um, also known as the QSR, looking for 30,000 square foot pad spaces with drive-through uh, for restaurant use for, for quick service. Uh, once again, please please let me know. And uh, in regards to another restaurant space, our principal is looking for two to 4,000 square foot of second generation restaurant space in Northern Mass, Andover Up, and Southern New Hampshire. So please, um, uh, let me know if you have any additional restaurant space. I'm, I'm hearing a trend that a, a lot of restaurants are looking for spaces, it looks like. And in regards to spaces looking for tenants, I have, uh, once again, the aforementioned 1,300 square foot space in Amherst, as well as I have 3,000 square foot end cap space at a very busy neighborhood center in North Concord. So if you have interest in that, please let me know. And that can be subdivided to 1,500 square foot. Thank you. Once again, Jess Hepler with William Reeds Commercial Real Estate in Bedford, New Hampshire. Hi, everyone. Lindsay Sandell with the Dartmouth Company. I guess a couple of relatively new deals. Um, Garbanzo's under construction at Arsenal Yards. They opened their first unit in the market near Emerson College in Boston in July. Um, and they're looking for additional locations. It's a local franchisee that's well capitalized um looking you know in and around 95 mostly uh blue bottle we signed at the street they're taking possession of that space soon they're also looking for new locations but more for 2021 and 2022 brookline and certain areas of boston and other dense suburban markets um leslie touched on this a bit but for those who didn't get our blast leslie and our and scott and our office are working with boston market who is under new ownership as of December. They're looking at least for this initial round for second generation restaurant space ranging from 900 to 3000 square feet. Um, they would lease, they would also buy. So just something to keep in mind. Um, let Leslie or I know if you have anything you want us to present. Um, in terms of new listings, more urban focused for me, but we are now working on 180 Newberry Street, which was an Aldo shoe store. Um, the ownership really wants a cafe type use there and will be um, more flexible on rent to get something like that. There's a lot of outdoor seating potential. It's right near Stephanie's on Newberry Street. So if anyone has any thoughts for that, let me know. Um, 467 Washington Street is in downtown crossing. It's the old Liberty Travel. It's, th it's three levels, about 10,500 10, square feet. Ownership really just wants some activity in the space. They'd work out a, a really attractive short-term deal um, or long-term, but um, can be much more flexible on rent for something that's like one to three years. Um, and I think that's mostly it for me. Good to see everyone. Uh, Evan Eisenhart, Linear Retail Properties. Um, I think I missed last month, so I'll cover a couple extra things this month. 
So in the last couple of months, I'll talk about some new deals. We've done six new leases um, in the last less than 60 days. Uh, we did a five guys deal in North Andover for 2,800 square feet. Um, we did a um, pharmaceutical office deal actually in Concord, um, our Concord location where we have office above our retail. We just signed a lease for iSpot, which is an optical concept that also has a location in the Chestnut Hill area in downtown Wellesley. And we did three leases in Manchester, New Hampshire at our uh, newly, relatively newly renovated uh, shops at Livingston Park. Um, that was a big help from Brian Wright, who's now with SRS, who helped us lease these spaces. And those deals was a, um, a real estate office, SVN, the Masialo Group. We did a Rap City deal, which is a kind of a high-end, fast, casual sandwich concept and a, uh, a, a salon. So we've got some really good activity. Um, as far as availabilities go, um, you know, we've got, uh, I should just back up. We've got a couple new people. I think you heard from one of my newest colleagues, Ricardo Monzon earlier. Um, he's our new leasing rep, started with us just before COVID. Um, and then we also hired somebody, her name is Adriana uh, Major. She's our leasing coordinator. So if you're contacting us for deals, you may have been in touch with her, but she's relatively new. And then Rick Rostoff, who's not new, and he announced himself, but he's joined our leasing team for the unforeseen future. And he's gonna help us with leasing and still, and, and still dabble in some acquisitions. So if you have properties, bring that to him. Um, back to deals. Um, so a couple of vacancies we have, new vacancies we have in Boston in the leather district on the corner of Lincoln Street and Essex Street. Uh, we own pretty much the entire block. So our other co-tenants are UFC Gym, T-Mobile, Al South Street Cafe, and we are getting our sports clip space back. So we have second generation, pretty much fully turnkey hair salon space right on Essex Street, a block from the South Station. Um, so if you've had anybody interested in that, let me know. Um, we could do other uses such as coffee, but it is a turnkey rest, uh, hair salon space. Um, going over to the financial district, 60 straight street, we're officially getting that back from vision works. It's 1668 square feet. Um, it is not currently vented, but we can vent it. So we have the ability to do food um, preferably light food. Um, but it's a good location for fast casual. If people start going back to the offices at some point in the not so distant future. Um, but if you've got interest in downtown Boston, um, let us know. And go down to Rhode Island in Warwick. Um, we own the only Trader Joe's Acred Shopping Center at 1000 Bald Hill Road, also known as Route 2. Um, we have a 2,400 square foot space in line, but it looks like we're going to get our um, pad, our fast casual pad with the drive-through back. Um, years ago, it was a Beloco. It, they changed over to a Zombrero, which is a Australian-Mexican concept, which, as you can, hard to imagine, they didn't succeed. Um, so. Uh, we are about to market that. They have two years left to term, but we have the ability to recapture the space. We can, we're not going to be openly marketing it because of an agreement with them, but we can discuss it within our network. Um, but it's a 1,600 square foot space, permitted, active drive-through on Bald Hill Road, right outside of Trader Joe's with great visibility. Um, so that's what I got today. Thanks. Roberto Cordero with CBRE. I uh, just wanted to announce a few listings that I'm working on. Uh, Actually, one new deal to announce is in Plainville, Mass. Uh, just signed a deal with a yoga tenant called the Bar and Yoga Experience. Uh, they're based out of Smithville. Uh, this is their second location. Uh, they took about 1,500 square feet. Uh, this is the Starbucks Convenient MD uh, Strip Center right on Route 1 across from the Target Stop and Shop Center and uh, Plain Ridge Casino. Uh, we have about 4,000 square feet available, including uh, the hard end cap facing route one um, has great visibility. So if you guys have anyone looking 
on the Route 1 self-stretch, uh, please let me know. Um, then um, in Woburn, Mass, uh, we just picked up a new listing. I believe John Ferris mentioned this last, last um, rising grind, but we just picked up the former Pier 1 um, in Woburn, Mass, right at the intersection on Washington Street, right off the highway. Uh, it's a Coles Dollar Tree title box and um, anchor shopping center. Has great visibility. Uh, it's about 10,700 square feet. Uh, we could subdivide, but prefer not to. Uh, we have a lot of interest now, but if anybody else has um, any tenants looking in the Woburn market, um, great site. Um, I also want to mention uh, a site in Brighton. Uh, it's a Starbucks uh, strip center right next to Boston College, 470 Washington Street. Uh, we have a, a few couple of small shop spaces available. We just signed a 4,000 square feet local daycare. Uh, we can get creative. Uh, we could do uh, dry use, food, um, really great site. Also has uh, parking, which is rare. Um, so if you have anybody looking uh, for small shop space, um, definitely take a look um, in Brighton. Um, and then one other um, listing I have is in East Boston, right in the heart of Maverick Square. Uh, we have about 3,000 square feet available that could be subdivided uh, to 1,500 square feet. Uh, landlord's willing to deliver a vanilla shell, um, some TI. Um, so anybody looking in East Boston, uh, let me know. Um, that's all I got. Thank you. Sean Rose with CBRE in Boston. Uh, morning, guys. Uh, two listeners I want to mention. I mentioned them before. Uh, Danvers Crossing on Route 1 in Danvers. Uh, it's the Big Lots Dollar Tree Anchored Center. Uh, both those tenants have recently renewed, um, but we have a 40,000 uh, square foot former and Hope space, as well as uh, 15,000 square foot former Monkey Joe space, and then another 10,000 square foot inline space and two small shop spaces, about 2,000 square feet available. Uh, Waterbury, Connecticut um, have a former Duncan available on Meriden Road, about a quarter mile down from Brass Mill Center. Um, it feeds right back onto Wolcott Street, um, available with a drive-through there, um, as well as an inline space, 1,400 square feet uh, in between a Domino's and dental operator. Um, and then John Ferris wanted me to mention uh, his Popeyes guys, as active as ever, looking for space in Western Mass, in Rhode Island are his big targets right now, as well as some select markets um, in Greater Boston. Um, big ones are Danvers Peabody, Cambridge, Somerville, uh, and also Haverhill Plasto. It's all for me. Hi, everybody. Sarah Clayman, Center Corp Retail Properties. This is my first rise and grind. I have to tell you, I live in Marblehead, Mass, and I'm digging the 9 a.m. Zoom as opposed to 7.30 in Boston or Burlington. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'd like to discuss a few leasing opportunities within my portfolio, but I was also hoping that some other landlords out there might be willing to compare notes with me on a few of my non-payers during this COVID situation, um, specifically Bertucci's, a Regis operator, and then Men's Warehouse. I didn't know if anyone wanted to share notes on the, um, the amendments that they were being sent from them. You can email me or call me offline if anyone has intel on those three. But my leasing opportunities are um, in Beverly. I had the intersection of Dodge and Enon Street. I have an end cap and in line 
um, space there. Hanover, I actually have two properties with availability, both on Washington Street. Um, one of them is directly across, it's a town fair tire plaza directly across the street from the new uh, Hanover Mall development that's taking place. And the other one is just up the road, my Pier 1 space there we got back. That one can easily be cut up to and is an end cap. We also have the ability to tear that piece down and redevelop it for a little pad, um, if that's something of interest as well. And I have a uh, cost cutter space in the Swampscott Mall that I'm going to get back, as well as a small 1,000 or almost 1,100 square foot space on 1255 Worcester Road in Framingham. And that's about it. Last but not least. All right. Now, <laughs> further ado, the Brian Wright. Uh, Brian Wright with SRS. Um, I'll make this quick. So a, a new deal that we did recently, um, we worked with uh, Brickyard Nutrition. Vivian, this was a uh, Herbal Life concept. So we've been working with a New Hampshire um, group for a couple locations. Uh, so we, we represented the tenant there in Epping. Um, so that was a, a new deal we recently did um some tenants that we're we're working with um new hampshire iphone repair they're based out of new hampshire they've got about four locations we want to do two more this year one in concord new hampshire and one in nashua new hampshire um looking for about 1200 1500 square feet uh, preferably in a grocery anchored center um, so if you have anything let me know um, and another concept, uh, it's a bagel concept. They're based on New Hampshire as well, Bagel Cafe. They're starting a new, a new brand, Simic uh, Cafe. So we're working on some stuff in New Hampshire. They also wanna kind of get some locations in Northern Mass. Um, they, they're open to a lot of things. They don't necessarily need drive-through, that would be preferred. Uh, second gen would also be preferred too, but um, open to suggestions. And uh, we're also about to take out the Walgreens in Derry, New Hampshire on Crystal Ave. That's about 14,000 square feet. Sublease that it's got a lot of term left. I think it's uh, 2031, I believe. Um, so that should be going out shortly. That's what I got. Great. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks, thanks for, for getting me on the list as well. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> no, but solid moderating, and it's good to see everybody. Uh, sounds like everyone really is transacting through this. I, I, and a couple of things I wanted to mention, but I was actually curious once everyone's done is um, everyone's transacting. I'm kind of curious where, where you guys are seeing rents. Are they, you know, down 10, 20% based on, um, you know, COVID, you know, where we were at a year ago. So I'm kind of curious where you guys are seeing general in the market. Um, but Josh Goodhart's Jag Retail, I do single tenant syndication development nationwide. Um, been working on a handful of projects out west in California, some dollar store projects in actually upstate New York, north and south of Albany, doing a lot of um, preferred development down in Nashville, Tennessee with um, Dutch Bros, which is a national coffee chain out of Oregon. And around here in New England, um, still looking for Signalized corners for purchase, for redevelopment, second generation freestanding restaurants um, to purchase, re-tenant. Um, and then also own a building in Malden, Mass. 
290 Ferry Street, so just kind of south of downtown. It's a mixed-use building, uh, existing dental office, about 2,000 square feet. Um, for lease, for sale, um, kind of open to anything and everything there. Owned it for a long time, so uh, happy to send more information on that. But um, that's pretty much it, but it's good to see everybody. And thanks for setting this up, Michael and Chris. Thanks, Josh. All right, I'm gonna unmute everybody. So I think Josh, to answer your question from a second ago about rents, I mean, they're, I think creeping downward for sure. I mean, I think tenants know they have a little bit of leverage and I think we need a little bit more vacancy to make that a little bit more apparent. So have you, real, have you seen any change from your perspective? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, tenants just can't pay pre-COVID rents in, yeah. in most cases. Yeah, but I don't think this rates was, the rents haven't stabilized yet. We're in the middle of it, you know? So I would say there's definitely a change in rents today. And I think maybe for the next six to 12 months, maybe 18 months. And if you're wanting, like the way we're doing deals and we've done 13 leases, actually got deals through during COVID. Our way to do that is we didn't discount our rents. However, we did work with a lot of our prospective tenants on the first year knowing that we're in trouble times, things they may not be able to operate at 100% capacity or 50% or maybe we'll dip into you know, another closure. So we've been a little bit more lenient on some of our force majeure language um, or allowing some you know, flexibility from opening to closing and then also relieving the first year rent. But all the rents thereafter, they're all five or 10 year terms, stabilized same rents that we pre-negotiated prior to COVID. And the discussion's been, we just all don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know right. where fall or stabilize yet. You know, there's a fair amount of you know, vacancy in, in all these markets, more so in downtown Boston, Back Bay especially. But, you know, I think they will change, but we're not seeing that yet. What, what we are doing and what we are seeing is at least the initial year of a term is there's got to be some rent relief or some adjustments to, to be related to what we're going through and their, their ability to operate, you know, 100% or, or whatever capacity. Yeah, it's interesting. Thanks. Anyone have a Bertucci's in their portfolio? I'm the only lucky one. I don't, but I have a client who does, and I can get you some details on that. Or frankly, if we have any in our portfolio that I'm aware of, I can track that down. And uh, we can talk offline about Regis. Okay, that would be great. No, but I eat at your Swampscott Bertucci's once a week, so... Oh, thank, is, is there ever anyone in there? You guys no. you know? <laughs> I think Are you Rick, the only you one, Rick, or are there other people in there? Um, there's a few people in there. They do a ton of takeout. Yeah. You know, but uh, inside, not much. Okay. Hey, Brooke, can I single you out for a second? I want to ask you a question on, because you guys, obviously, your breadth and extent of presence is across the country. I mean, what are you seeing or hearing from all the VPs and from Chris about what's happening to your portfolio across the country? Oh boy. Um, Loaded question, I know. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure how I should answer that. Um, I mean, you know, we've, we've taken things from um, kind of a, a couple of different approaches. Um, a lot of 
our time spent um, over the last few months has been working with our existing tenants to, you know, help stabilize them. Um, and in that, you know, we've been able to negotiate stronger leases, um, you know, maybe giving some sort of um, assistance now, but ultimately strengthening the leases. So I think it's been um, there. We've really seen some good partnerships coming through this time with our with our retailers um, in terms of new deals. I mean, kind of like Evan said, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as saying, you know, we're softening too much on force majeure. We're working with tenants through that. But, um, you know, we are working with people on, you know, force majeure in, in relation to getting open. Um, we've had a lot of retailers that have been concerned with, well, what if it shuts down in the middle of me building out, um, you know, in, in RCD language there, so pushing that out. Um, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying either um, that that rents have you know significantly dropped or anything. I think, like Evan said, you know, there's still more to be seen on that front. Um, but definitely working with people when it comes to timing. Um, you know, we've had some success. We've definitely signed deals um, over you know throughout this time. Um, I've found that with more of the local tenants right now, um, they seem to be more motivated by landlord contribution. Um, it's getting harder to, you know, potentially take on more debt um, or think about moving a location that's already suffering. So um, in my leads and conversations I'm working on, I find that that has um, been, you know, more of a, a help to the deal. But um, yeah, I, Adam Matloff, if you've got anything else to add in on what Chris and anybody else is saying, go for it. No, I would, I would mimic what, uh, what you're saying. Um, I, I do think that everyone is bullish um, about the future, though. Um, you know, I, I don't want to speak for them, but I definitely would say that, you know, it, it seems as though there's going to be some difficulty and some challenges, but everyone is looking forward to the opportunity that kind of exists in strengthening the variety of centers that we have as well. So. I think we're definitely seeing that from local tenants who are really motivated by, I think once we kind of come out of this for sure. I think the national tenants, when they've done all their triage and stabilized their existing portfolios and are being opportunistic as national tenants do, I still think, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel for sure. Right. And hopefully, hopefully they're stronger because of it. Right. Sure. Shed, shedding the excess weight that, you know, just is pulling them down. So. Yeah. Maybe a, a little last man standing, but definitely um, <laughs> for sure. maybe a little meaner. What's everybody else seeing out there? I'll add one more thing, actually. Um, I will say, so I've been able to go back to some of my markets. I know that's not as easy for everyone um, to go door to door, but I'm definitely seeing pent up demand um, in the Buffalo market specifically. I know that's not really as relevant on this call, but um, I would encourage you, you know, to, if you can't blanket canvas, make those calls because a lot of these, um, especially I've seen a lot in medical uses too, rethinking their floor plans, um, needing more space, needing less space. Um, there's definitely pent up demand. So. Great. What are you seeing out there, Riley? 
You haven't said much. No, I've been quiet this morning. Um, yeah, I mean, certainly, I, I think someone said it on the last call we had. Definitely a lot more mom and pops. Um, I'm getting a lot of those uh, those inquiries from those guys. Um, but most are looking for deals. And anybody that knows Beer Briar, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not exactly the discount um, the discount place for retail space. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm happy to see over the last month it's definitely picked up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think most people are trying to be opportunistic and most of the feedback I'm getting is that our rents are too high. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Shocker, Jess. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jess, you seem really surprised by that. Yeah, no, I, I figured that's not, uh, that's not news. Um, but, uh, still a couple, a couple deals that we've got going. Um, medical certainly is a big one for us. Um, and I'm with Brooke on the fact that you should be canvassing. I've gotten some positive feedback from people I've reached out to directly, um, smaller operations. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's starting to, we're, we're working towards normalcy, I'd say. I don't know if everyone agrees with that. I agree with that. I think we are too. I'm a little worried about what the fall brings in terms of health for people and another surge of COVID or anything like that. But I do feel like the summer was super busy in terms of talking to people and um, drafting LOIs. I have a lot of, there've been a couple of things signed and I have um, a lot of, a handful, I'll call it of LOIs that I, I think will go to lease and, and get signed. So I feel certainly more optimistic about the end of the year than the beginning um, and just trying to get things signed before the election and um, you know before flu season is really in full force and possibly another hit of COVID. Laura what are you hearing from your and you do a lot of work with full service sit-down restaurants. Yep. What are so, you hearing from the Tiffany's of the world? Yeah, so believe it or not, we're hearing different things from different people. I think specific to Tiffany, she's absolutely sitting tight. Um, you know, she's got her three existing locations. Um, and then she's got a couple of things on tap for um, to open at High Street Place. And um, I don't know what, I think Joe Wagner was on this call. I don't know if he's still here, but I don't know what the timing now is for that food hall. Um, but you know, I, I think it's certainly postponed until people are actually in the office building again. Um, but I am working with one of my clients. I am working on um, a deal in the city. Um, so there's, Katie and I are, you know, we kind of handle the restaurants more or less together at Blackline. And we are seeing some activity, but I think it's really um, with heavy, heavy TI packages from the landlord is really the only way these deals are getting done. I'm sorry? They get heavier for restaurant tenants? They're giving us they're giving us more money. The landlords are giving us more money than sure. you know we've typically ever asked for because I think that's the only way these deals get done. And I think in the residential buildings, you know, landlords want the amenity for to drive the rents upstairs. So um, but it, it's it's a little it's concerning, definitely in the city. Laurie, what would you say in urban locations, uh, landlords are willing to pay for TI for new restaurants? Um, you know, I think it's super 
it's a big variable landlord to landlord, but you know, significantly in excess of like $250 a foot in some instances. Um, just to add on that, uh, I know a bunch of the restaurants in South Boston are looking to try and extend their outdoor seating. Um, but the main thing that Lori touched on is, you know, these restaurants aren't going to be able to, you know, continue to operate. And I know one or two of them, I can't really say exactly who, but are probably going to close down in October just because if it resorts to inside seating, uh, it's just not something with the, you know, capacity rules, they're going to be able to even stay afloat. I mean, they're still, if they were to operate, they'll be in the red. And even now they're just barely making, you know, a buy. So I think, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, if we do get into the fall, um, what's going to happen when, because we know people get sick in the fall, regardless of right. COVID, um, people get sick. It, it, it happens. And it's a question of how people respond to it. Um, and that's going to directly affect, as well as with the election coming up, what happens because it can go one or two ways. Um, and I think we really have to prepare, um, you know, e either way, hoping that these guys, you know, can survive and you still kind of go out and support these small local businesses, because if, you know, you don't, we're going to see a lot more vacant storefronts um, and a lot more availability, which, um, you know, you just, you obviously hate to see. So I don't know about you guys, but in the, the beginning of the spring, I, I was completely bombarded from tenants with uh, rent relief requests. Mm. And then it's tapered off and it feels healthy and steady, but I'm panicked about a second wave of it yeah. in every category as the winter approaches and what's going to happen. Because like you were saying, you know, winter restaurants, how are you going to do that? So I'm like mentally preparing. I mean, I feel stable right now, but I feel like the next six months are going to be a huge make or break for any category at this point. I think you're probably right, Sarah. I mean, I think, and again, I think it's going to depend on market, depend on retailer, depend on category, et cetera. But I think there's going to be some tenants who, when the rent relief request kind of kicks in, whether it was deferred and amortized to 2021, when, when, that ha when that actually happens, I mean, if their sales are still down 50% and you're asking them to pay 130% of their kind of pre-COVID rent relief deal, I just don't see it mathematically making sense. So we're going to say it's going to get interesting. I think if there's a vaccine in the beginning of next year, then people will start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And especially the stronger operators will find a way to pull through and things will be better in the spring. But if all those vaccines peter out, then I think people are going to lose hope again and we could be in tough shape. So I think it's all TBD. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's all about mindset at this point, and I think we need some some good news and momentum to, yeah. you know, get us through. So with and that, uh, let's uh, shut it down, and um, we'll see you guys next month. And thank you all for participating in today's Rise and Grind.
right. Thank you for all you guys do. I know. Yeah, thank you, guys. thank you guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you everyone. Bye, guys. I woke up this Bye. Morning.